Episode 23. Four of us wolves running around the desert together in Las Vegas looking for strippers and cocaine. fans i'm asus the man near the other the other side of the mic is ec hey hey Seuss, good to see you again great times happy early fourth what's yeah. going on man ah, it's been a busy day see got the day off today from work uh just you know trying to get things ready for tomorrow i know we're all in this social distancing staying at home kind of thing so we're we're trying to plan a um you know little festivities for the kids and uh, they have a you know slip and slide in the in, in the front yard tomorrow, and uh, you know a little. I mean, my my kids are very young, so you know we don't have any big fireworks, but so we have like sparklers and uh, you know little tanks and the chickens that you you know it's yeah. kind of spout out little you know their little things. Yeah, um, I might I might uh, I'm saving the smoke bombs for me though. The smoke bombs <laughs> I'm saving for me because they're always fun to throw out somewhere, right? Yes. No, they absolutely are. You got to have smoke bombs. It's kind of like a classic, traditional firework. You got to have those so the kids kind of know growing up that you got to kind of keep that that alive. So you got to. I wanted Roman candles because we used to have Roman candle wars when I was a kid. But I mean, with it being so dry down here, my luck, it'd get, you know, one gets shot in some guy's some house and, you know, then start a fire and then, you know, just. You know, it's, it, I, I just can't do it, you see. So, and you're on the news. Yeah, exactly. then I'll be on the news, and my, my insurance policy does go up. And, it's, you know, it's just, you know, it's too much, too, you know, for, for a measly dollar Roman candle, I think I'll pass. I think I'll wait. I got you. Understood. And yourself, I mean, how are things going? Heard, uh, yeah. heard your wife is, uh, you know, finally made her trick back, back home. Yes, she's just tired of uh, the traveling, so they were supposed to come back today, but she said screw it and came back last night, and so that was good, being able to see her, been a couple weeks, um, so um, the family's kind of here, we're just going to keep it kind of, you know, close and tight, kind of like yours, we got mother-in-law type deal, and sister-in-law, brother-in-law, and then our family, and we just went completely off the chain with fireworks. I, I spent so much money on fireworks today, it was kind of ridiculous, but it will be fun. We will be celebrating and having a good time. We'll, we, I think I bought, I've never bought a finale before, and I went and bought two of them, so it's going to be, uh, it's going to be exciting. I got all my PPE, <laughs> so no, I'm prepared. Don't tell me you're going to wear FRCs and a hard hat and safety glasses, it's, you see. It's and going then. down. I, I don't, I'm a little nervous, I'm not going to lie, because like, I had to watch a video on how it works, so no. it's... Uh, it's gonna be a whole deal, but I'm excited. I'm I'm very excited for tomorrow. Not just not just fourth, but we also have a pretty important game as well. So uh, it's gonna be a good Saturday. That we do. That we do. We have a very important game. Um, uh, like you guys, uh, tomorrow, Fourth July, uh, celebrating our, our the founding of this country, this great country we live in. Um, it's it is it it is the most it's the best country in the world and and um, it's you know people were like us and our generation and, and all generations you know let's, let's let's make it better you know 
Um, like you see said, tomorrow we have a, a match in the morning, early in the morning. So I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to like, I, t- I promised my kid pancakes in the morning. You see, so I'm gonna have to do double duty. It's either, Ooh. I, either, I, I wanted to kind of sleep late, so that means I have to get up at. So I'm gonna have to get up at eight thirty ish, make the pancakes, and you know have them ready by nine. But I promised her pancakes. I'll make pancakes. That, that is, we have Aston Villa tomorrow. Buddy, see, let's get let's get to brass tacks. Let's get to what what was a three nil thrashing. I would say, I would say thrashing to Brighton. Um, what uh, your score prediction uh, was? What two one? I want to say, and I think mine was two nil on the last match. Uh, I I think I said two in the first, one in the second, and then they would score. I think I said three one. Three one. Okay. I know I said three because I know I said two in the first, one in the second. I think mine was two nil. And um, then they, I thought they'd score at least one though. I'm to not be gonna, fair, the I'm, not, I'm not gonna lie, you see, and this is what I hate. I mean, um, with the with these games in the week, I don't get to watch them as frequently as I used to. Right. You know, um, it's just with right. Everything at work, and I had to watch it in a replay. So my mind wasn't in it in the first, you know, the first the first time I watched it. And my right. mom wasn't in it because I was, you know, and with social media and my, I mean, damn, phone updates you with anything goes on. Bing, bing, bing. So I already knew, uh, oh. I already knew the score line when I got home. Oh. When I first went. I know it's, it's horrible. I, I want to go back to the day back in, I think, 2008 when, yes. you know, when, and, you know, your phone didn't update you automatically. You couldn't just log on to Facebook and social media. Um, I actually watched. The Barcelona game when we, you know, when Manchester beat Barcelona to go to the, the semifinals with Paul Scholes that one nil goal at Old Trafford. Uh, yeah. I saw that. I mean, I saw that match after the fact. It was like eight hours, nine hours of the fact, and I was still intensely in in that game because I'm like, I know this match is already oh you know the the outcome has already started, but I didn't know the ending. Now right. I mean, we know the ending. I'm like, okay, so I just watched the match half, you know, half eye, you know, my eye was half on the game, you know, trying to, you know, get dinner, you know, done and and whatnot. I wasn't impressed when I first started when I first watched it. So right. uh, I had for some reason I had this little, 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 little person, you know, this 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 sound, this ear, you know, this voice in the back of my head, you know, and it was your voice. You need to watch it a second time. You need to watch this, you know. So I said, you know what? I'm going to watch it a second time because I didn't give it its due because at first I'm like, eh, you know, I mean, we still look like the United of the um, the first match, Tottenham, and then we still like, even though I was, I mean, I wasn't very impressed with the um, Sheffield United game because uh, uh-huh. it, it just we didn't look, you know, it, there was no cohesiveness. Right. Um, so I watched it the second time. I watched it last night, you see. I mean, took a couple of days, and I watched it last night. And uh, I, I'm glad I listened to your advice. I am because I didn't rush to judgment. I mean, I didn't, I didn't text you because usually I text you right about the match, right. about the match when I have my opinion. So I kind of like bit my tongue. I bit my tongue the first time I watched it. Didn't say anything because I was going to text you some stuff about uh, your my favorite person. Um, <laughs> But I didn't. I didn't. 
I didn't. I, <laughs> I, I saved it. I saved it to the second time I watched it. And last night, I actually got down, sat down, and watched it in in in, in, in what somewhat of its entirety because I kind of right. knew what was 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 already going on to the end. So, I watched it. And after watching the second time, actually, actually paying attention like I would be during a regular match if I was watching it live, and I didn't know the scoreline. I have to admit, you see, um, we look good. We look yes. damn good. I mean, we. Uh, it. It's like that, you know. Um, it's like that line from Hangover, right? You know, <laughs> a lone wolf, and then we become a. You know, there are four of us, and we become a wolf pack. I mean, wolf. we haunted like a wolf pack last. Yeah, the uh, game, the game against Brighton. You see, I mean, you. Uh, we turned the ball over, and then it was two people. I've never. I mean, I've never seen. Okay. I don't even remember, and it's kind of, I mean, it's kind of sad. I don't remember even the Sir Alex days uh, of matches because it's been so long. It's been so much shitty football since then. I don't remember a team like that that was the other match because we lost the ball and it, and we we ganged up on the, 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 the person that had the ball. We retrieved the ball, and we went on the attack. And we did that. I mean, we did that through spells. We did that through spells and spells and spells. Um, and it wasn't. And then we had attacking football. I think um, it was a Rick the Red. Uh, you know, basically laid it out uh, on one of his podcasts or his uh, rants. And he said Bruno simplified things, and he did. And I have to give it to Paul Pogba. At first, I was like, I don't see him on defense. You're talking about him playing a number six. Um, when I first watched it, I just didn't see it. I watched it again, and he, again, he was a presence. You know, it wasn't. You know, again, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna give him a verbal hand job and say, you know, he's the world, <laughs> world's, world's best midfielder or whatnot. But yeah, um, I mean, he, you know, he, him and Bruno seem to be building something that. Hopefully, hopefully with seasons to last. Who knows? We'll see. That's time will tell. But the the what they have with Rashford and with Greenwood, and we'll get to Greenwood. I don't want to. That's that's a subject we'll talk about later. Is Mister Mister Mason Greenwood, and we'll Mister Inconsistent again showed up these past two games. Tony Martial, but Tony's movement, I would give him that credit. He had good movement. Granted, it, um, there's no outcome. Like like Igalo said, people, like I think it was one of his quotes today or yesterday, um, people want to see striker score. And that's what he wants to do. And we didn't see that. But um, but the link-up play between the front three and the middle two, and I have to st- and Father Time has not, has played kind on, 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 on Nemanja Matic. Uh, with with Ole, I don't know if it's because of what the systems Ole is playing or whatnot. And this is what I want to say before I hand it over to you. My final rant: If everybody's out there that's saying Ole has no has no vision, has no system, I think it kind of reaffirmed itself in this match that you see the system and what he wants to play. And in the past games, he didn't have that. He didn't have two creating midfielders and a strong defensive mid to play the type of type of offense that he wants to play. Um, because 
I saw the game um, on the second. I mean, the second time you see, and I was impressed until the subs came on. When the subs came on, <laughs> you saw the you saw the lack of depth we um, at, at, that we have coming on. Right, we couldn't keep that intensity, and and that's when Brighton. I guess that's when I kind of started paying attention the first time I watched it because I was like, dude, Brighton's running up and down on us. I mean, we're not paying defense. Where's Paul Pogba? And I really didn't pay attention. I was like, well, it wasn't him and Bruno. It was our second team, right? It was Pereira and uh, McTominay. They came on yeah. for them. Um, so it's just uh, there is a big gap, and that's what we need. That, that's what we need to address. And we'll talk about transfers a little bit later. Yes, but you see, um, Paul Pogba uh, had me had me um, eating my hat. I guess you would say. Uh, because I think him and the, what the link up him and Bruno have, it's, you know, it's hope, hopefully it's going to work for seasons to come. Yeah. And I think it looks that way. And I think to your point about Ole and, and people, you know, how I feel about Ole, um, you have to give him credit. If you're, if you're not, you just don't like him and you're, and you're upset about, the middle of the of the year which i think everybody was upset i think everybody kind of thought you know why is he still here you know this is we're losing to the teams that we never lose to home and away but um your your first point that you made about um them tracking back and them you know pressuring the ball it seemed like every single time they got it they were just desperate to get it back and i think for me i don't think that's bruno fernandez i don't think that's paul pogba I don't think that's Harry Maguire, the captain. I think that's Ole Gunnar Solskjaer saying, listen, if you don't work your socks off, if you don't try your best every single time you're out there, it's not going to happen, obviously, with the subs. But in the summer, I will find someone that will. Mm-hmm. Um, that, to me, that, to me, is coaching. I'm not talking about pattern of play. I think that's still coming. But you still have to give him, one, credit for transfers that he's brought in, and then, two, for him, wait, you know, ironing things out and steadying the ship. And now he has a formidable team that you could, you can arguably say one, they have one of the best defenses in the world. And two, they have one of the the best midfields in the world. I think you can honestly make that argument now going forward. I don't think they're there yet. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously Rashford's a little bit um, shaky with the comeback. He hadn't all the way got there yet, but he still does have two assists um martial i think is looking a little bit better and then i think they have a really good problem in mason greenwood which we'll talk talk about uh later on but no very impressed with paul pogba with his link up play um very impressed with bruno again essentially pulling the strings it kind of looks like paul pogba's like you got this bro like i if you want to go forward go ahead and go forward i'm gonna kick back they won't get anywhere near me I'll, i'll spray the ball where i need to spray it to but you go ahead. They linked up for an assist, which was great to see. Um, so, no, I, 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 I've said it before and I'll say it again. Tactically, there is still some room for improvement. However, this is Ole's first big job. I know Cardiff and Molda were, are, are clubs and you don't want to put any disrespect on them. But this is the biggest club in the world or, or one of them. And so he's kind of learning as he goes. Um they need to continue to back him. I think they have. I don't. I, I think we have lost out on some kids, and we'll talk about kind of what that looks like as well later on. But he's asked for Wambasaka. He's he was a midfielder. He's now a defensive uh, player who's one of the best in the world, if not the best. 
Um, he wanted Maguire, you know, I think City or, or another club passed on him. I think Chelsea maybe at 60 million, they gave him 80. We have him, he's our captain, he's doing well. And then obviously the, the big one is Bruno, right? He, he wanted him, got him in January, and he's really helped uh, with the turnaround. So you got to give him credit. You got to give the boys credit. They're playing really, really great right now. Um, we're on an unbeaten run of 15 games. That's, I mean, again, you got to give the manager credit. You got to talk crap when he does bad, but when he's doing great, as he is, um, you got to give credit where credit is due. So um, very confident. Haven't been confident in a long time about the team going into any game. <laughs> and I have been uh, these past three. So I'm super excited for tomorrow because I feel like this is going to be another game where if we play the way that we've been playing, um, I think we're going to come out on top. And what you said, coming out on top, yes. But it's the goal differential, you see. I mean, yeah. Bruno and Pogba, that the first Bruno goal was a same replica of a missed goal by Bruno, like not even five minutes before that, right? Yeah. It was that yeah. pass, pass inside, boom. You know, he missed, he, he missed shy of that. Um, Which would have gave him a hat trick. Yeah. I mean, it, there were so many chances with the, with in the match. So now we play Villa, which is, you know, fighting for a legation. So they're going to come out hard. We play Bournemouth. Bournemouth, I'm sorry. Why, why, why did I put Villa down? But yeah, we play. Oh, they Bournemouth. play, play them next. They play them next. Yeah, we play Bournemouth. Um, yes. You know, uh, <coughs> excuse me. <clears throat> so they're. I mean, you know, Bournemouth defensively is going to be okay. You know, they're uh, Eddie Howe in his team. Um, yeah, Eddie Howe, Ake still there. Yeah. Um, but I mean, these guys—they just got slapped four to one. Uh, by Newcastle, well, and mean, so when you get slapped up like that, you're going to come out hard. Especially you go to a Trafford, you see that's the key thing. Everybody plays big games against Old Trafford, but I'm I'm more confident, you know, because we had rest, so we know we could play, say pretty much the same team this match. You know, we're not if, and I'll be pissed if Ole makes any changes. If Ole says, you know, tries to be cute, tries to put Fred in there, tries to put Matic in there. Or Mata on the outside, um, in for Greenwood, or or whatnot. The only the only thing the only change I would say and I, I would be fine with is he got up front for Martial. That's the only change. But if he if Ole you know tries to be cute and tries to say well I'm saving players and we're gonna do this this and that, and he doesn't try to build this the the cohesiveness of what this um, midfield could be, I'd be very pissed. And I think I think United fans will be pissed too. Yeah, it, it looks like he's going to make changes. Um, I don't want him to change anything but Luke Shaw, and I don't think Shaw should be dropped. Um, I just I, I like what he did in the last game. Mm-hmm. A lot of people were talking crap about uh, Shaw. I thought he played really well. I did too. Um, I thought he and Rashford um, linked up a couple times. I thought he got into the box a couple times, not as much as um, Basaka did, but I still think he he did well. I don't I don't I wasn't. I didn't feel like, oh my gosh, they're coming down Luke Shaw's side again. He's going to get beat. I didn't feel like that the entire game, and I felt like he was trying uh, to get to get forward. And that I think again that'll come. He'll he'll get a lot better at that. But I like Brandon Williams. I like the fact that he's going to try to take on the right back um, that he's facing. Sorry, the left back that he's facing. Um, and so I, I definitely like that. But if you listen to his interview, um, Ole's he is going to make some changes. Um, what I would hope to see is that it's just one, maybe two at, at uh, tops. Um, 
there's rumors about some injuries uh, within the squad. I hope they're all false. Um, I haven't heard anything from the club. Obviously, they haven't put out anything, but um, there there are some rumors out there that there are some players injured. I don't I don't believe them because again I haven't heard anything from. Oh, uh, bring bring it up now. Who's injured? Yeah. So so the rumors right now are that our two midfielders Pogba and Bruno actually uh, bumped into each other and 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 were hurt. Um, this is a this is a mirror report, which is obviously you guys know. Um, it's kind of like a like a star Esquire, for it. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're hitting it on the head. That exactly right. So they are the ones putting it out there. Obviously you guys know better than I do. Anytime you say Bruno Fernandez, Paul Pogba, you're going to get someone to click on it. That's yeah. what they're looking for. And that's what they got. So, um, I don't think those are true. The rumors that I'm, I'm hearing that those are just rumors or fake news, whatever you want to call it. And so, um, I think those guys will be, they'll, they'll be fine. So, you know, if, if he's going to change anything up in the midfield, um, I would be very upset. Um, I don't. I don't think he should change anything up up, up front either. Uh, I, I again, I think you know if, if you want to give Luke Shaw maybe a rest, if you want to give Lingard maybe a rest. Um, again, I just think Bournemouth have kind of given up on the season. Uh, no disrespect to Newcastle, they've come back from the break on fire. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I think we're a lot better than Newcastle, and uh, they beat the dog crap out of Bournemouth. So. Um, coming to Old Trafford, I think now people understand not only are we going to have possession of the ball, but we're also going to try our best to score. We're not going to sit back and wait on the counter. But if you do get the ball in our half and we do counter, you are going to be in a lot of trouble. We've proven that with that Mathage play to Greenwood, to to Bruno, which was, I don't know if you've seen the tweets, but it was literally reminiscent of Parky Sung to Rooney, or not to Rooney, to, yeah, to Rooney, uh, to uh, Cristiano Ronaldo for one of the best goals that I've ever seen. So I think ultimately we've got to keep that same energy, um, keep that same team. um, And again, you know, manage it, be a manager, look at the boys before, look at the training staff, make sure everybody's ready to go. I am praying that he does not make, you know, eight changes. And, And to your, to, to your point, try to get cute. I don't, we don't need to be cute. We need to win these games. Um, everything that needed to happen for us happened. Right. Chelsea lost. Uh, Leicester lost. Mm-hmm. And so we're three points off. We're three points off, literally third place. Um, and so if we keep doing to your point again, scoring goals, um, we can get third instead of fourth. And then go into that Leicester game end of the season. Not not too worried um, about having to win champ or having to win the Europa Cup. No, I totally agree. I think, like you said, uh, the last couple of pods, um, we have it with with the run of the games that we have. The, the type of opponent we have. Absolutely. Um, we just have to make sure we, like like we that, that form that we're in, the midseason, when we're drawing or losing to these little teams, we need to go out and just blow the blow their socks off, right? Blow the yeah. doors down, you know, 4-0, 3-0. And, and how is it? Uh, you remember Bull Durham? Yes. Remember Nick, <laughs> Nick Lelouch, you know, when he's like, he can't hit the barn door. Because he he wants to announce his presence with authority. That's what that's what United needs needs to do. Announce yeah. his presence, their presence with authority, and just keep scoring goals. And I think I think if all it is is to screw this up, and or barring injury, like you said, barring injury, who knows? These mirror reports might be might be might be correct too. Um, uh, or not? Hopefully not. Um, they um, I think that's what can happen. But you 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 brought up two 
two interesting people that were actually on my next topic. AWB, Aaron Wambasaka, and Luke Shaw at yeah. the back positions. I think the two unsung heroes of the last match were those two players. Because you saw them both. And I know I, I've... Um, I've I've seen I've said Aaron Wambasakas I gave him praises the last last match because um, I think he is getting a hell of a lot better offensively. You already know, like you said, you already know what he is defensively. The dude is just uh, you know the glove, like like you know Gary Payton was the glove. Uh, yeah, the guy does not let people score, but what he's doing is getting forward and putting and making plays going forward. And yes. this, especially coming back from the break, then you saw it. You saw it. I don't know how many times this match. Granted, you know we didn't score as much uh, from the, the you know the the uh, the shots that he put in, uh, the crosses that he put in, the passes that he put in, but you saw the potential. And same thing with Luke Shaw. Yes, Luke Shaw looks pudgy. Um, doesn't look like your typical back, but he was going forward. You see, like you said. He was coming in, I think, when uh, the score with the Bruno, you know, he's the one that came up, went to the byline, looked like it was almost offsides, that Rashford, Rashford fed into him. The great ball. It, yeah, brought it back in um, across, across the pitch. Then the ball went to Pogba, Pogba, Bruno, Bruno scores. Uh, so you saw that. You saw, his, you saw his potential. Even though now, like Luke Shaw, when they signed him, he was such a young player that there was always about potential. And then the horrific injury that he, you know, that he had, and then it seemed like after that it was all mental. It was all mental, and it, he didn't have the, the the manager to believe in believe in him because Jose Mourinho didn't but not believe in him. So he just went from the doldrums. Now with Ole, I think he's gaining more confidence. He's gonna get more, you know, match fit, um, get more reps, and I think we can have. Um, two United's best backs for the years to come, um, if they show what they can do against Brighton, for you know for the next for the next for the finishing of the season and the start you know for you know for the next season right, because um, I think those two along with uh, Aaron McGuire and Mata uh, were two of you know your unsung heroes of the match. Yeah, no, I think I think uh, Shaw he, he gets stick. I know people, you know, they talk about him not being able to get forward. Um, he's not the best, um, and I know that's what we want. We want someone to be able to interlink, you know, Rashford <laughs> interlinking with him, you know, on the other side, Basaka linking with Greenwood so well. Um, so you want to see that. I think Brandon has more of an attacking mind um, to be such a young player. So it's going to be rough, though. I mean, Shaw's not going anywhere, in my opinion. I think Shaw's going to be there um, for quite some time. And so... You know, Brandon's going to have to continue to push him. I think he does. Um, he came on to that game, and he looked good. He looked positive. He looked confident. Looked like he knew what he wanted to do. Um, and that's what you want to see uh, in your in your defender. So, no, I think I think Shaw uh, and, and Wan-Bissaka are, are, are two really good uh, defensive players. I think Wan-Bissaka, I don't, I don't know if you remember it, but there was a play where the ball was kicked. had to be about 50 yards. And Wan-Bissaka sticks out that right foot and kicks it back to himself. I mean, it was just absolutely amazing. Um, not to mention the ball into Greenwoods, you know, for the first goal. It wasn't an assist. I wouldn't call it an assist. I know a lot of fans are like, it was an assist. Greenwood took like 10 touches and then scored. 
But um, no, I think I think the both of them. If you look at our defense as a whole, um, that's why I say you know, I, I'll I'll argue with people um, till I'm blue in the face about you know the best defensive units. Um, look at Real Madrid. Look at Barcelona. As good as those clubs are, if you look at them defensively, not that strong. Look at Man City even. Great going forward, you know, have all kinds of people that can score, but defensively, uh, a nightmare. Um, Chelsea, great going forward, good scores. Shout out to Pulisic for stepping up his game, um, but defensively they have issues. I would say Liverpool, if they get um, someone beside um, Van Dyke, um, then you can maybe put them into our category, but I think our midfield's better than theirs. And so I just think that right now United have an opportunity to go out this summer and improve upon the defense that they have, you know, bring in one or two to, to help out McGuire. I don't really think you need anything. I, I think if you can keep Diego there, there's, there's rumors that he's um, been linked to Wolves, which be, would be a really good move for him, but it would suck for us because I do think he brings you something uh, coming off the bench. Just it's the question is, does he want to do that? But I think Luke Shaw and, and Wambasaka, um, they complement that defense very well. Um, and, and so I'm excited for the future. Um, the, 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 the big issue for me is just going to be, you know, can you, will you be able to get the people in the summer that if one of these guys goes down, you know, what the hell do you do? Because, you know, we don't have very many like-for-like like players. We kind of have players that come in as substitutes and they kind of have their own game. Bailly is nothing like Lindelof and vice versa. Um, Brandon Williams, I think, is just attack, 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 attack. I think Shaw Moore is like, look, I don't want to get beat deep. I don't want to get, you know, ran by or spun. And so, you know, again, I'm going to I'm gonna make sure that I don't get beat, so I'll stay back. So we just have to make sure we can try to get some like-for-like like signings. Um, that way you feel more confident if the plan is to switch it up or – you know, play different players as subs as we get deep into the season. No, you're right. Um, always be signing, right? Always yeah. be signing. Um, but like I said, for what both Basaka, <coughs> excuse me, Basaka and uh, and Shaw have done, I think it's you know it's commendable uh, because we weren't that at the beginning of this season, and it shows. You show the the work, maybe uh, the continuity of being in the first team. Has, has, has done for both of them. Uh, well, Basaka came in, and he was already first-teamer, but more and more in the line, along the lines of Luke Shaw because he never really had that backing um, after Van Hall, after that injury. Uh, but it's Luke Shaw. Um, next player, Mr. Inconsistent, you see? Uh, what did I say? Uh, let's show some consistency, right? For Mr. Martial. Uh, am I wrong to not uh, judge him or not? No, I think I think every game, every single one of those players has to be judged. And I think the thing that I liked about Tony's game, um, if you look at who they're playing against, you got to look at every every team that they're playing against. And don't put it into context. Just look at the players that he's playing against. I think when you look at Brighton's center backs, they're very, very tall center backs. Mm-hmm. And I think his job, just like every other game, is to score goals, but it's also to make sure that you're making those guys uh, honest, keeping them honest. And I think he did a good job of that, coming back and, and linking up and um, getting the ball at half line, um, making those guys make runs, opening up the midfield so that Bruno and, and Pogba can kind of create. So um, the thing that I loved about his game for me was that you didn't see the head drop. I think a lot of people, 
kind of go back to him and say, well, he's happy when he's scoring, right? He's happy when he's getting hat tricks. But um, I think he was very happy when Bruno scored. He was, you know, celebrating with all the guys, big smile on his face. And so for me, when I see strikers, you know, get pissed off because they're not getting the, the ball or they get pissed off because they're not scoring, um, that, that to me kind of shows me that they're not really all about the team. Maybe they've got some issues where they don't know how to deal with with anger of, of not being able to, quote unquote, be the man. But I think I think ultimately the main thing for me is is that he was able to still link up and still, you know, make plays. But at the same time, it wasn't a situation where he, he got down on himself. So, no, I mean, I think you can always criticize someone who a striker, not someone, but a striker who doesn't score. But I also think that you have to look at his overall game. Um, I think he played better than Rashford. I think Rashford had another, another bad game. But obviously, we, we do want to. Positive side, again, it's the attitude. It's the running around. It's, it's, the, it's the making moves. It's being in those trees or center backs, if you want to call them, and still being able to um, you know, keep a positive spirit up and still run around. Even though you're not scoring, you're, you're happy that we're still scoring goals. So, you know, that's. For me, that kind of lets me know where the team's going. If neither one of your strikers, I mean, I would say your strikers that have been there score, but uh, Greenwood does, Bruno does, that means you have a good team, right? I'm not just reliant on Tony to 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 score. I know he's capable of doing it, but I don't have to sit back and go, well, if we don't get, you know, Tony the ball, we're never going to score. That's kind of how I feel when I watch Spurs. I'm like, if they don't get, you know, Harry Kane the ball, they're going to have problems. Same thing with Arsenal. If they don't get Aubameyang the ball, they're going to have problems. And so I feel like with my team, even if my striker doesn't, quote unquote, you know, my striker get in and score a hat trick or score a goal, I still have confidence in Rashford. I still have confidence in Pogba. I still have confidence in Bruno to be able to step up and make a play and even score a goal. No, I totally agree. And you're going to be surprised of, of what I have to say about Tony. Um, yes, he's inconsistent about not scoring, but his movement and – what you just said about not getting his head down. I didn't see that quit. And Tony a lot of quit. Tony has a lot of quit in him. And what, what you saw, I mean, I have to admit, when past games, you saw the quit in him. And, I mean, this last game, like you said, head up, kept going at it, kept going at it, kept going at it. And, unfortunately, it, this wasn't his day. No striker's going to have uh, a goal per game. You know what I mean? But Yeah, no. If we had Lewandowski, maybe, but <laughs> we don't. But no, but no, you, the Premier League, you're had, gonna, it's going to be a string where you're not going to score. Yeah, no. I mean, uh, and that dunk and dunk and uh, Duff, tall yes. backs, tall, you know, tall backs. I mean, I guess games like this should, I mean, would have been a Holland game, right? With an Earl yes. Holland taller. Uh, Tony's 5'11". He's not going to get in the box. Not going to, you know, not going to challenge for headers. Uh, his, you know, his game, you saw it. You know, he got the ball. And, and 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 took on defenders from outside the outside the box in, um, and that's what mostly he did. A lot of his, you know, a lot of his, his the a lot of um, the good things he did. I'm sorry, was link up play. It wasn't being a being a striker. So that's what we have to kind of like. Okay, wh- what do we want in Martial or Greenwood? I mean, what do we want out of a real striker? Do we want him to score, or do we want to link up play? Because um, when he when he when he put him against taller backs, that either that he's not going to be able to challenge in the box. I mean, that limits your play. 
And that's the only thing I have a problem with 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 the uh, with Tony, uh, and I've said it all along. But I I love the fact that he was aggressive. He kept his head in the game, and he kept going at it. And it was at it. He put pressure, put pressure, put pressure. So hey, I mean, let's see next, tomorrow. Maybe maybe he might uh, nick a couple of goals. Who knows? We'll see. <coughs> but easy. Uh, the elephant in the room, the big elephant in the room. I sent you our article yesterday. The man who scored the first goal, Mason Greenwood, sent you an article. He's already getting compared to the one, the probably United's greatest player, Cristiano Ronaldo. I feel that the comparisons are justified. I see talent in Mason Greenwood like I've never seen before because I wasn't I didn't watch Ronaldo at his at his at his younger stages Mason Greenwood has more goals than Ronaldo had in his probably his first two seasons because people always say that when Ronaldo won his um, bond or he had about 48 goals somewhere on there it was like it was a high amount probably highest in the Premier League it ever had ever had but he had already been to United with United for four or five years, and right. Ronaldo's goals for United are less than 100. Like, I'm a hundred. I can't remember the exact number, but Mason Greenwood already has thirteen goals. He sees. You talk about you talk about uh, Martial's goals compared to Rashford's goals. This kid, this kid, I and mean, he's a kid. He see this guy came. I mean, he he should be playing in the reserves. This kid has 13 goals in either coming off the bench or starting less than a handful of times. I I, yeah. just, I see I I don't want what okay because this is a two part question. We get Jane Sancho. I don't want his confidence to drop, and that which I mean is is. Is Green is Greenwood? I want to develop that man. I want that man to have the number seven, because I think when he scores, he doesn't like go shit crazy. It's like it's his job. It's like one of those guys that he go. He's a how would you say? He's a businessman. He goes in there with his briefcase, you know, scores his goal. You know, it is what it is. He comes out, you know, he has a briefcase, and that's his job. And he makes it look. So so good, you see. I mean, God, that man's left foot. I mean, I, I, I don't want to. I don't want to um, get my panties wet, but <laughs> I just this man. This I mean, this kid. I mean, he's a he's a man. But this kid, Jaden Sant. I mean, sorry, Mason Greenwood. I see the comparisons. I could see it where people are saying that he could be the next Ronaldo for United. We're the number seven. And people in the and the people in the, the rafters will sing in his name because he's English too. He's an English. He's an English kid. He's born, you know, born there. I mean, it's just, this kid has flashes. You see, and those flashes, you know, they ring, they ring loud and hard. No, I have a huge man crush on Mason. Not gonna lie, you you ought to ask my wife. <laughs> I am. Um, I'm. Just, I, I got a chance to um, see a couple of the uh, U23 games. Um, knew he was good. 
I, I didn't know how, how that translates. We talked about that in the last pod. Um, beginning of the season, Ole comes out and says he's the best striker we have. Like he's the best goal scorer we have. Um, to your point, when you look at Rashford, Rashford has nine penalties, right? Mm-hmm. So everything else that he has is from open play, but nine of those goals he has, they're from penalties. This kid has no penalties. Everything is from open play. He's 18 years old. 18 years old. He's one off from having 14, which Rashford and Tony both have. Um, I think it's a good problem to have um, as far as the, the Sancho deal. And we can talk about what the deal looks like and, and the, the latest and greatest on Sancho. Um, but I think if if United make the mistake of bringing Sancho in and sitting Greenwood on the bench, um, I think they're making a huge mistake. Um I, I think you can figure out a way to play Sancho. Um, I think you can figure out, even if you're saying, hey, listen, we're going to bring you off the bench. Um, but I don't think United is, and I, and I shouldn't even say United, I don't think Ole is going to to regress this kid. I think he understands, look, I was holding him back. I should have been playing him a little bit more. But now the training wheels are off. Mm-hmm. I think he has earned that right wing position. I think he has shown that he can hold the ball. I think that's the biggest part of a young kid. When you're 18 years old, you're you're learning your craft, you're scoring goals, but can you hold on to the ball? Can you make a good pass? You see his first goal, it was just like, the dude took <laughs> on a man. The dude took on a freaking man. I mean, he took on a man, and, and it, I didn't even see make the it look ball. Silly. Step overs, EC. Step overs. <laughs> I didn't even see the ball leave his foot. I saw the step overs, <laughs> and the next thing I know, the goalie's on the ground. And I, I jumped out of my chair and I'm screaming and my son's la- he's laughing at me and I'm like, did you see that? And he, so he watched the replay and I, I, every time I watch it fast motion, it's almost like I'm waiting on another step over and then the ball's already gone. Mm-hmm. And so I agree with Ole when you, when you talk about scoring the ball, I'm not talking about hold up play or link up play, which he can do, but I always feel like when he takes a shot, he's got a pretty damn good chance the ball's going to go into the back of the net. So, um, yes, I like Sancho. I've watched him play. Um, We'll get into what his contract looks like at Bortman and what the contract rumors are about him later. But I don't think it's in in United's best interest to take an 18-year-old kid who's having a great career and all of a sudden say, well, look, there's a 20-year-old kid who played at Dortmund and he's going to be making this much money and so you're going to have to come off the bench. I think he needs to lose his spot. And I think Jaden has to come in and earn his spot. And so money money doesn't mean that you've earned anything. We've talked about that in nauseam. So I, I'm, I'm not going to jump into it. But, no, I, I can't I can't tell you how much of a man crush I've got on this kid. Um, he just, to me, like you said, even if you I, – I like to watch him at the beginning of games. He almost looks like he's just – over the whole thing already. Like, let's just get this thing on so I can score a couple Dude, goals and you know, go home. You see, <laughs> I want, again, I watched the game a second time. Yeah. When everybody was kneeling down for the Black and Lives Matter, yes. Yes. he was standing up. Yes. He, he wanted he to kneeled, get the fucking game on, dude. He kneeled for a couple seconds, yes. and he said, okay, let's go. Yes. I just, Everybody's I, kneeling. The, the like, Black Lives Matter, I, like, I get it, but let's go. I was let's like, go. kid. I mean, I mean, I was like, I was... I don't know, I man. That I, too. I, 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 I love that, and I love that you noticed that too, because I, I noticed that he had already gotten up, and people were kind of looking around, like, "Are we getting up yet?" 
I just feel like you hit it on the head. He's a sniper. He's a businessman. He just wants to get to the park, score some goals, and then go home to his girlfriend. And I just feel like we would really, really, really be doing ourselves no good if we turn around and go, you know what, the new shambi- the new shiny Lamborghini's here, so we're going to go ahead and park this one, you know, the, the dusty Lamborghini. We're going to put that put that in the back. They got to nurture him. Um, I don't know about the number seven jersey. I just don't want him to think that he's got to change anything up. I don't want him to think that he's got to be anything other than Mason Greenwood. Yeah. So if he can, if, if they can nurture him, again, the kid can't buy a drink. He, he's barely an adult. Um, we have to make sure that we nurture him because he could, he could literally be the face of this club in five years. For years and so to come. For years they, to come. Well, yeah, I, I just mean like take it over and then for that after that five years – make another 10 year run um, as being the next great goal scorer um, at Manchester United. So no, I, I don't think it's controversy. I think people are going to say that because, you know, for whatever reason, you're only allowed to like, you know, one player on your team these days. Um, I would love both of them to come in, but if I'm talking about a proven Manchester United score, um, mm. it's, it's Mason all day long. I mean, you you can make the argument that he may have more goals than both of those guys, Rashford and Martial. You could totally make that argument. And I would, I would, I wouldn't think I wouldn't call you crazy at all because like you said, he went right at that guy and he didn't know what the hell was going on. Mm-hmm. And all, all of a sudden the ball's in the back of the net. So no, I, I love him that assist. I mean, literally you can, it's been on Twitter. I know you've probably already seen it, but it's literally, the ball he's able to play to Bruno, it's the same type of ball that Rooney plays to Cristiano Ronaldo for that goal. Um, the fact that he's able to get his head up and put the perfect touch on that ball, that was almost better than the goal. Because, again, I'm, he's 18 years old. I can't, I can't stress that enough. To be able to be running full speed, take a touch, look up, and put it – he put it on Bruno, – Bruno could have – he didn't have to do anything but swing his foot. He put it right where he needed to put it. Um, for that last goal to basically put the nail in the coffin. He was my man of the match, uh, by the way. I just thought he was absolutely amazing. Guys, the guy's on point. And yeah. let me give you let me give you this scenario you see. And I I mean Okay, back four. Let's say our back four we don't sign anybody. And back four it is what it is. And we have De Gea. Now we're gonna play a four four two. Right? I'm already with you right there. I love right. that. Keep on going. All right. We have Rashford on the left wing. Bruno Pogba. Sancho on the right wing. Then we have Martial and Greenwood on the, the uh, as the two strikers. I'm I'm with it. All right. How That's much old school I mean, football? Yeah, old school four four two. And we I mean we're gonna have to ask a lot of your number six. The true number six, hey, if he wants to be a true box-to-box midfielder, this where he's, hey, he wants to be the best midfielder in the world, he's going to have to drop his nuts and actually play defense this next coming season. But you talk about firepower, EC. That is pure firepower. We have Rashford coming off on the left, Jade on the right, with true goal scorer in Sancho. I mean, I'm sorry, Greenwood. Hell, <coughs> even... Hell, we put Holland or if we can get Holland or uh, Jimenez, we'll talk about him in a little bit, um, or Martial, who, whatever. But that's that would be 
a freaking awesome. Because you know what? You look back at Sir Alex, Alex's teams. I mean, they never really won. They, I mean, they always gave up a goal. They really didn't have a def- the great defensive record of clean sheets and things like that. They always gave up their, their one or two, but they outscored people. That's what they did. They outscored people. And yeah, I think, they play exciting football. It's get forward. So you're going to get burned. If you're yeah. always trying to come forward, you're going to get burned. So, I mean, you want if we, if we, if we want to keep both those kids on the – when we bring Sancho in, if we bring Sancho in, um, that, would be the, that would be the formation that I would do. You know what I mean? And you have people coming off the bench. If Grealish comes off the bench to substitute for, for uh, um, uh, Bruno or, or um, Pogba, um, you have still Matic. I mean, so I have obviously McTominay, Fred – uh, you keep them at the more of the defensive positions, and then you have James coming off coming in for somebody. Um, hell, you mean uh, then sign you know sign a sign a left back. But I don't want to sacrifice if it's going to sacrifice uh, Greenwood's development. I don't want to bring Jane Sancho in. I think we can save that money for Jane Sancho. Greenwood's going to be our, our our number one right right wing if we're going to play the four four two. Because uh, I need that kid on the field. We need him on the field. We want him on the field uh, to give us whatever he can give us for 60 to 90 minutes. The kid needs to be on the field because that kid or man is special. He's special, you see. And I never, I mean, I've never ranted and raved, raved over over somebody other than Cristiano Ronaldo. This kid is probably my next Ronaldo. I mean, and and I think that article that I sent you yesterday was probably very spot on, spot on with that. No, I got. I, I think he has potential to be one of the world's best. I really do, and because, like I say, your your point that you made earlier about his demeanor. Um, if you look at, he literally, he literally scores a goal and then goes and gives props to Angel Gomez, and then runs back and like, okay, let's do it again, and then does something else special again. He's just, he's got ice water in his veins. He's not bothered by it. He understands what he knows how to do. I feel like the kid was born to score goals. And so I haven't, you know, there are clubs that still run 4-4-2. So it's not a dead formation. It's literally my favorite. I know FIFA career mode means nothing, but that's what I run is 4-4-2. <laughs> because it does, it, enable, it enables you to, to be able to put all of your players out there on the, on the pitch. And so... You know, if, if Sancho is doing what he does at Dortmund at, at United, to your point, put him out at right wing. Let him let him play out at right wing. Let him link up with Basaka. Let him link up with Greenwood on that side. I love it. Um, it just again, it goes back into can can Ole make sure that he's not messing up the progress, but at the same time be able to get him on the pitch at the at the same time? Because you know, I think a lot of people are asking, you know. You know, just screw the screw the Sancho deal. You know, don't do it. We have a right wing. I'm always like, look, as great as I think Greenwood is, and as great as I think our team is right now, um, we're just one injury away from going. Okay, yeah. if Greenwood goes out, then who plays? I I I tell you this, I tell you a million times. No disrespect to Daniel James, but it's it's a huge drop off, and you saw it again in this last game when he came on. Um, if Greenwood's got those two shots, he probably scores at least one of them, if not both of them. And I think James is a player that's going to eventually get there. He's not there yet. 
Um, he's I don't I heard some people saying, oh, sit him off on loan. He's dropped so far down. I wouldn't do that yet. He's got pace. He can hold the ball. He just needs to learn how to pass it a little bit better. And he's got to be able to get his head up. That's just coaching. That's something that he can develop and get. And I know if he's looking at the team that he's in now and he understands the transfer windows coming, we're going to bring people in. He'll get that. So um, I, I would love 4-4-2. But again, does, is that something that Ole is going to you know, shy away from or doing so well with the 4-3-3? The um, I don't know if that's something he's going to want to do. But no, I, I, when you said 4-4-2, I was like, yes, because that's my favorite. You are able to put Sancho on. You can have Martial leak up with Greenwood. You can still have Rashford running his wing. Bruno and Pogba in the middle. And, you know, your back four of, of uh, Luke and Maguire, Lindelof and Basaka. Let's go win a title. Let's at least go challenge for a title, I should say, and, and see what happens. Because I think if you look at the run of games we have left, all these crappy teams, and I'm just going to come out and say it, they're not on our level. We lost or we drew to them in the, earlier in the season. So now this is a chance to say, okay, mm. now we have our best team. Now we have our best players. Let's see what you guys got now because this is actually who we are. And I think they're going to go out there and do that. No, I think they will. I mean, if they keep the uh, – barring Ole doesn't screw up the lineup, barring injury, I think we will. Uh, last person I want to bring up, and it's really quick, Mark Rashford. <coughs> There's a message. Um, I got sent a message by Mark Grace, the – all-star uh, first baseman for the Chicago Cubs, the world-winning first baseman, first baseman for the um, Arizona Diamondbacks. He has a message for you from 2003. Uh, so, if uh, it's my advice, I want a parental warning. Uh, <laughs> parental warning. I'm going to read that message at the end end of our podcast, at the end of the music. So, okay. if you have. Uh, put your put your women and children to bed. Uh, but this is the this is the message for from Mark Grace back into from 2003 to Marcus Rashford. Okay, because uh, we know what you're going through, and I think you need to hear this. But that's for Mr. Marcus Rashford. Uh, everybody else, everybody else, just uh, just let it be. But that's after the music, and that message will be read. <clears throat> now transfer news, you see. Dortmund. Dortmund is a freaking thorn in our side. What the hell is going on? It is, man. They are. Because this Jude Bellingham thing, that, I mean, yes. I thought the deal was done. And now it's like, well, he might choose United now. He might choose Dortmund. I thought we have already moved on with him. And now you're talking about Dortmund and Jane Sancho. What the hell is going on with this freaking club? They're, they're playing the CC, and I don't like it. Yeah, so this one goes kind of back into what we were talking about. So Jude, for those of you who don't know, is 16 years old. Another phenom, another English phenom. I don't understand why these guys haven't won a couple World Cups. But anyway, another another phenom out of the midfield um, is in talks with, with, with uh, Dortmund, as you said, in talks with United. And the rumors are is that he actually wanted 54000 a week, and United said, you are out of your silly mind. Um <laughs> Dortmund said, we'll go ahead and give it to you, and um, we'll go ahead and we'll let you know right now that you have the opportunity to start. Um, that's also something United said you, you're probably going to have to work a little bit harder to be able to do that. Um, and so that's why he's landed where he's landed. 
Um, this again, it goes back into, you know, what are we going to do for the new kids who are yes, proven at their level, but haven't been proven at, at the, uh, at the big level, right. With the big boys. And so, um, money was an issue. Um, starting was an issue, um, at 16 years old. Um, this is something that I'm not, I'm not too bothered by. I, I wanted it to happen, but the only reason why I'm not too bothered is because he's 16 years old. And I think most of these kids that grow up in England, um, they understand that if they, they once they leave, I think the goal is ultimately to come back and play in the premiership and do something for one of the big four to six clubs that, yeah. that we have. And so I'm, I'm a little bit concerned, but I'm not overly bothered because I, I honestly feel like, you know what, with Jude being gone and Holland being gone, um, you know, one's 19, one's 16. Who's to say that in a couple of years, if we continue down the path, they don't look and go, well, damn, they wanted me. Maybe I want them now. You know, maybe they look a little bit different than he did. Because, again, I, I if you're looking at a 16, 18, 19-year-old kid, United hasn't had the best season. Like, we haven't had the best run of luck for, mm-hmm. I would say, the past, you could say, four, maybe five years. Some people say seven since mm-hmm. since Sir Alex is gone. And so agree with, that. with Jude, I think Jude's looking at things with his parents and going, okay, are they going to have the structure to be able to get this thing turned around? Are they going to lose their manager? Because you got to remember, this the talks have heated up, but they've been talking all season. This kid's not been a surprise. And so he's been able to look from the outside looking in and go, they look a little shaky. Like, are they going to fire their manager? Now the manager is good. Now they're bringing in better players. Maybe, okay, well, I know Dortmund's kind of rolling right now. They're second in their league. Obviously, Bayern Munich have won it. But, no, at 16 years old, I think it's a five-year deal. Um, you know, then he's more mature. Maybe he's got some muscle on him. Um, United make another push at him. The only difference then is if he is turns out good, you're going to be looking at a pretty hefty price tag uh, to get this kid back. So a little upset, but at the end of the day, you know, I think money was a, a big concern at 54000 a week. And so uh, off to Germany he goes. So what about Jane Sancho? Say again? So what's the thing with Jane Sancho? Yes. So Sancho. Everyone kind of freaked out this morning because a lot of fake news started dropping. Um, Sancho was hold rumored on, to hold be on, EC real quick. I just want to let everybody know EC is broadcasting from the greatest seat in the the greatest seat in the house. The greatest seat in the house is the man's throne. Let's put I it that am, way. I am but, on the throne, not using the exactly. throne, but I am definitely uh, that's on a, the throne. You know they. You know, they say all the wise thoughts, uh-huh. all the great ideas come when sitting on the throne. Yes, so no, no. I, uh, <laughs> I understand. Yes. It's the most comfortable spot in the house. <laughs> so, no, that's where I am. <laughs> so, no, he, um, five-year deal, um, terms are, have been agreed. Everyone starts going crazy. Um, that turns out to not be the all the way in truth. Um, again, it comes back to numbers. I did some research myself. Turns out this kid is already on upwards of 140 grand a week. So that's a little concerning to me because we talked about it earlier. Most of the time when these players make moves, they want to, they want to upgrade, right? So, you know, they're going to pay whatever they pay to the club. The player sees none of that, but you know, what are my weekly wages going to be? So the, the, the last report I saw was that he's at 190. Which means right with now, Dortmund. Do, with Dortmund, right? So okay. right now the Let talks are that. is that he's going to want upwards of two hundred to two hundred and twenty a week uh, to come. So this is not going to be an easy deal. 
Um, I did hear something really, really sweet, which I thought was amazing. Alexis Sanchez scored a goal and had to assist in their last game. And apparently Inter Milan is wanting him for $20 million. So if we can get uh, Sanchez off the books to enter, that then frees up some cash to have a little bit of wiggle room to bring him in. But like I said, it's not a for sure deal, but they've kind of we, we've kind of gotten closer and broken down what he's mm-hmm. looking for, which is about 200 to 220 a week. Um five-year deal i don't know what the overall number for him is going to be but anywhere between 50 to 80 million um is what is what the uh, is what the rumors are right now so just keep your eyes peeled i know i will we'll, uh, don't read on me we'll definitely keep you guys in the loop on what's going on but as of right now um obviously we're, we're getting closer and i think um it's just going to be us and chelsea who are fighting it out uh bruce Dortmund, keep him uh yeah, if he wants that, I mean, he ain't gonna get paid more than Mohamed Salah. I mean, Mohamed Salah only gets paid two hundred thousand a week, and that's so. the that's the thing. That's I where mean, it's gonna be tough. Do just, you say to him, one, you're going to take someone's spot, unless, like you said, to your point, do we switch the formation to be able to fit one player, or do we keep what we have and he fits into what mm-hmm. we have? I love the four four two, but I'm more of the look if it ain't broke don't fix it so i'm not going to bring in an unproven and by unproven i just mean in the premiership i'm not going to bring this kid in change everything up for him mess it up and then if it doesn't go good they're going to go wait a minute coach you brought this kid in you're giving him 220 grand a week and you're changing the whole formation and it ain't working why would we want to do that so it's the 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 news on him for me is the, the my take is let's get him in Let's bring him in, huh? but he needs to earn his position. And then, I'm not. I don't get caught up in the money. I, I know Jude wanted his money. I know. I don't get caught up. I just want the football to continue to be what it's been. If he's going to come in here and he's going to whine and bitch and complain because he's not getting 90 minutes and he's not scoring 50 goals and he doesn't have 20 assists, that's when I start to say as a fan, look, man, we're on a we're on a streak right now. We're, we have a position to be Champions League. We have a position right now to challenge Liverpool. If you can come on and be a team player, then let's do it. Okay, let me see. I'm going to give you the scenario. Yeah. Um, Mason Greenwood starts the rest of the season. Starts. Yeah. Because or unless the FA Cup game, because <clears throat> that say starts for the Premier League games. FA Cup okay. games, because you know they they're they're stuck in the middle, and then there's less time to rest, so we might not be able to switch them out as easily, right? Right. Mason Greenwood has established himself by the end of this season as the the right wing starter. Mason Greenwood's obviously on a rookie deal, or what we, we, what we would call rookie deal here in the states. Minimum wages. I'm pretty sure probably thirty thousand a week. Um, say Mason Greenwood bangs in. How many games do we have left? We don't know. We got six in the league, league and then we have FA Cup potential two, and then we start another tournament in Europa in August. Say, I mean, minimal, minimal bangs in three goals. Okay. Give them 16. Puts us in 16. 16, that's very good for anybody, any striker. Any striker, right? And then you bring in Jane Sancho at 220. And he starts. 
Mason does what he does next year, comes in, bangs in more goals than Jane Central. What I mean, the reason what I'm trying to get at is, is you run the risk of losing Mason Greenwood, and if you're going to be paying this dude two hundred two two hundred twenty to two hundred fifty pounds a week, and he's yeah. he's just a right winger. Um, if we go, like I said, if we want to put everybody in the pitch and Mason Greenwood's banging in goals, I mean, I mean, what I think, I think Mason, I think Mason gives you a good problem. I don't think that Ole or anyone in the organization is going to say, you know, we're going to give Bruce Dortmund a hundred million, 80 million, even 50 give him 220 grand a week and then not play him. So I think the summertime is going to be huge. I also think Europa is going to be huge because um, as of right now, Rashford is not on form. That's not to say that he won't get back into form. That's not to say that he won't, you know, continue to still be a good player. He's got 14 goals this season. That's, that's nothing to, to laugh about. That's nothing to call him weak. Yes, they are penalties, but he has to score them. And he, and he has. Jaden is going to push everyone that's up front. He's going to push Tony. He's going to push Rashford. And he's going to push Mason as well. And I think that's great. I think that's a good problem to have. I just think, just like with Paul Pogba, when you come back into a side, I think you've got to earn your way. Um, I think you've got to come off the bench. I think, you know, in training, you've got to bust your butt. I don't, I don't care what you're on. Yes, the Sancho, the Sanchez deal was horrible, and that's why I'm praying that Inter Milan really do want to keep him. But I think when it when it comes to sports, it is difficult because he is on a rookie contract. But I think he's going to, and, I, and people are going to say you're crazy. But I I already feel it. I feel like he's on that Killian Mbappe uh, track. So they're going to have to break up the. They're going to have to back up the Brinks truck for Mason Greenwood in the next couple of years anyway. I think what you have to do is you have to say to, to Jaden, if you want to come in and you want to start, you got to earn your way. So I don't expect to see anybody on that right wing other than Mason Greenwood until he bulks up and becomes the number nine. Because I think that's what he wants. I wouldn't play him there now because he's too small. And when you play against those big, huge center backs, you're just going to get he's going to get knocked around. I like him in space. He's got good feet. He can hold the ball. He makes a good pass. So I like him out on the right wing. But no, I, I don't. I, I I bring in I bring in Sancho for squad depth. He can start the odd game. He he can start a lot that's of games. Expensive again, squad depth. Well, say again. So that's in a lot. Of, that's expensive squad depth right there. <laughs> it, it it is. But I think I think that's the kind of the, the what you need to do if you're going to be united. I don't think. A lot of these clubs that, that we're fighting against, right? If you look at the clubs that we're playing, the Sheffields, the Wolves are, are in that mix, um, you know, the, the Tottenham's and Arsenal's, they have pretty good starters. But where are they at when it comes off the bench? I think that's how you win championships. I think that's how you go on runs. And I don't think that it's going to be smart for us to say, look, he is going to be coming off the bench all the time. We don't know that. And I think the thing that we have to think about is that Rashford got injured for a long time. Pogba got injured for a long time. McTominay got injured for a long time. And when these players go down, what do you do? You want to be able to look at the bench and have confidence. Right now, for me, I don't have extreme confidence when we even sub out. 
that those players that come on are not going to make a huge mistake. And the great thing is that we have such a good, strong starting 11 that we're usually up two goals or in this case, up three goals. And so it's not that big of a deal, like go out there and, and have fun, essentially. But I think going into next season, you know, these teams are going to know what's up. Like they're going to know, OK, this ain't the old United. Like this is the this is a new and revised squad. The project is just about done. They're adding people like Jaden Sancho, possibly Jack Grealish, possibly Declan Rice, who I think played a really good game in that Chelsea game. If you haven't had a chance to watch it, really, 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 really good game. They're bringing in players that when Pogba leaves, when Bruno leaves, when 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 Greenwood comes off, step in. the pay, the the quality just keeps on coming. Yeah. So I don't. I I I know. I know money is an issue, and I understand that it is a lot of money that that he's wanting. And I think he's worked his socks off, and I think he he deserves you know whatever his agent is able to get him. Um, but I think it's a good problem to have. I don't think Jack Grealish is going to be um, cheap. I don't think Declan Rice, if we get him or Indeedy or any anybody that we bring in, that's going to help. I don't think it's going to come on the cheap. I think. Um, you know, they have to, if they want to challenge, and that's yeah, that's if they have to have players that can come off the bench. And that's no slight to Fred. Like, you know, it's no slight to McTominay. It's no slight to James. Even a Gallo. That's squad depth. That's, you know, those players where I'm like, okay, they're going to come in and we're not going to have that big of a drop. Um, I'm, I'm excited for tomorrow because I know that he's going to try something. Um, you know, it might be one person. I'm hoping it's just one. But I want to be able to prove I want I want him to prove to me that he can stick in one kid and there's and we are still the same attacking brand new team that he has. Mm -hmm. Not eight, not six, but bring in one person, just bring in one guy and let him play with the number ones and show that we can play a system. We have a style of play and I can plug in one guy here, plug in one guy there and be fine. Um because you just you have to be able to do that. I, I just think on this stretch that we're on, um, we already know we're playing Chelsea. Um, they can I, they can be beat. Um, I that game I watched the whole game, the whole West Ham game, and I thought to myself, man, we can get at this team. Mm -hmm. Yes, they're good going forward. It's like I said earlier. It's great to see Pulisic do what he's doing as an American, but their defense. I'm telling you right now, we would give them fits. So I want to be able to bring these guys in. Um, I think Ole needs a strong squad. Um, that's no disrespect to him. I just think he needs to have, you know, star players in order for him to get what he needs. And they just have to back him. And so we know what's out there. We know what Central wants. Let's just go get it done. No, I mean, we just, uh, it's a dilemma that I don't want to see happen. But I mean, <clears throat> I've always, I mean, I've said my piece on Sancho. Uh, if it's going to cost us too much money, we can we can have that. We can get that in spades on the back end and bring in depth and depth we need because I think we already have a star player in Mason Greenwood at that position. But we'll see. We'll let the we'll let the negotiations play out. Uh, you also sent me a link for a left back from Barcelona. 16-year-olds again. I mean, we're, we're looking like we're poaching. I mean, look like we're poaching little kids. I mean, 
his kid didn't want to renew his contract for Barcelona from when I read, and United's wanting to bring this kid in, a left back. I mean, good or not? I mean, is it good? I think it's good. I, I'm, I'm always going to be behind trying to push. I don't. I honestly think Brandon Williams isn't going to let anyone take his spot, and I think that spot is the number two spot. I think, I think Luke Shaw has got the number one. I think it's a wrap. Um, Ole likes him. He trusts him. Mm-hmm. Fair play to the manager. Look at the defensive record. Um, I think his number two, though, is Brandon Williams. And I think this kid is going to work his socks off. He's at, what is he, 18, 19? Um, another, another young, hungry United Academy uh, player. So, no, I don't, I, don't, uh, I don't see anything wrong with them wanting to bring someone in. Um, especially if it's Barcelona, obviously, you know, their recruiting is yeah. ridiculous. So the yeah. kids, he's got to be something. Yeah. Um, so if he comes in and he, and he's better than both of them, well then, geez, let's, let's get this, let's get this championship run going. Um, that, that's kind of how I feel. So no, I'm, I'm always going to be about, and, and it's because of, you know, what we were spoiled with when I first started watching the club mm-hmm. was just greatness everywhere goalkeeper, midfield, defense, strikers. We've always had class players. And so we can't get into the mindset of, well, we can only have one. Well, we can only have one right wing. Well, we can't have two center defense mids. Well, we can't have two strikers. Like, we need to have a couple of superstars, four, five, six starters, and then some really good quality players like Ole Gunnar Sarshar was, like Parky Sun was, you know, these guys that can come off the bench and and sometimes start and do really, really good things for the club. I think that's what it's about. I think that's what makes great clubs um, is having good squad depth. Because, again, I don't think Liverpool Liverpool's really been riddled. And I, I know Salah got hurt, but, I mean, riddled where they've just been down in the depths because they have injuries. But they're going to happen. It's football. They're running – there's collisions and it's the premier league. So they're really, really going at each other. And so injuries are going to happen. What do you do? Cause I, like I said, I'll say it again. If any of those starting 11 go down, who's stepping in that you feel comfortable with them stepping in. But for me, the only one is Luke Shaw. That's the only injury where I would go. Okay. Well, that means Brandon's going to play. Okay. I mean, I've, I've seen the kid play against city and be just fine. I've, you know, I've, I've seen, I, I have con- confidence in him that's about it maybe Lindelof because then you bring in Bailly but that's a maybe because he's kind of a wild card um, other than that if Pogba goes down I don't think Fred does what Pogba does no. I don't think Scott does either nope. I don't think I, I like Igalo I love him off the bench I really do but I don't think I think he's more of I'm gonna be here in this box hanging out chilling waiting he's not doing too much running he'll run he'll he'll try to get involved but I think he's more of striker. A, no, because I don't think that <laughs> I think he's more of like a like Harry Kane's more of that type of striker where him and Agala, where they're more of they're assassins. Mm, they're not Harry Kane, running, Harry Kane makes forty yard runs, boss. I don't think Harry Kane those linking up like no, Tony. I don't no, think he no, has no. dribble ability past you like no, Tony. And no, I think the no. same thing about Agala. Kane might run like Gallo might run, but they're not juking anyone. They're not making spectacular. They're just going to score goals, well, and there's I mean, nothing wrong with that. Like that, I, I, I love Igalo. I, I don't want people to think that I'm I'm sliding him. 
I just think he and Martial are two totally different players. Mm-hmm. And I and I think, you know, when it, when it comes to being a sub or when it comes to being a starter, it's different. I don't when when we sub Tony off, I don't go crap. Here comes Agallo. I go okay. It's going to be different. He's going to be chilling out in that box. He's going to catch it real quick, pass it right back, and take off. But um, I don't think he can't score. He's proven that every single game he starts, he scores. So I, I don't I don't have any issues with him. My my issue is fans getting too caught up in we can only have one. And if there's any kind of controversy, well, now in between the fans, we have to now pick who our favorite one is and the other mm. one's crap. Um, we, we've got to like support the guys that are in criticize them when they do bad like i'm not saying that but support the ones that play hope that they get better hope that they take in training but they got to get challenged like it it can't we can't have de Gea's running around going well i know i'm the number one and no one's going to come and take my spot because then they have off years which we've seen they need to understand that every single time they step on the pitch there's somebody there that's just about good or maybe they're better and just had a bad week of practice but that could take their spot in a second that makes you stay on point that makes you better no question about it yeah competition always always rings true keeps you on point keeps you sharp yeah yeah i mean it is it is what it is somebody's gonna take your spot you're getting you're more hungry speaking of strikers since you brought up martial inigalo Raul Jimenez from Wolves has been also been linked to United as well. Great player, Mexican player, great player. You brought up something earlier. Uh, Diego Dulot also being linked to Wolves. Swap deal? Yes or no? I mean, we're not simply a straight-up swap deal, but give Diego Dulot and then bring in Jimenez at a cheaper price? I don't think you hesitate to pull the trigger on that. Oh. I don't think Wolves are going to give it up. I think, I honestly think Wolves they're on fire right now, and he's awesome. If you have, if you guys haven't seen Wolves, they play Arsenal tomorrow. Record it, check it out, watch it live. He's an excellent, excellent, world class. He gets it done. I if if United was in that position, if Diego, if they wanted to make that swap happen. I'd be completely behind it um, because he's going to push the midfield. He's going to push Bruno. He's going to he's going to make sure that anybody that's in that midfield, that's in that striking position, knows that he could take your spot in a second. Um, so no, I I would I would do that in a heartbeat. I just don't think Wolves are going to to do that. I think their coach is amazing, um, and I don't think he's going to be willing to let him go. Now, obviously, money talks. And so if it's a situation where this guy's going to be getting more per week from United, um, then maybe he goes. Um, but I, I don't I don't think the coach and that club for where they are, I don't think they think this is the end of the run. I think they think they, they look, let's just try to get stronger um, and keep pushing. They keep winning game. I think they've got a game in hand with Chelsea. No. Mm, don't they have that. a game in hand? No, they don't. OK, I thought they did. But I, I just think that their their run is not a fluke. I think that their coach is really well. I think their coach really well. I think they play really good football, and I don't see it happening. But if I'm a United, uh, if I'm Ed Woodward, and the Glazers, and they're and you're telling me that you know Diego for for, for minutes, I'm doing it in a New York second because he's class. And I you know no disrespect to Diego, but he's coming off our bench. I think 
Jimenez could play quite a bit, if not start, yep. um, if if he if he were to, to come to United. I don't. Again, I don't want people to think that I'm saying that anyone can just walk into this team because I do feel like the eleven that we have, and I know I know Rashford's not in the best form, but I do think that the eleven that we have. I think we got one of the best squads right now on paper. You got to make it happen on the field, but on paper, man, we're doing pretty damn well. And so bringing him in, um, you know, Jack, you know, again, uh, Declan, um, Jaden, if we can bring these guys in, man, I think the sky's the limit. And I think people, Liverpool supporters, City supporters, and City lost a huge one. This week, they lost a huge player this week to Mark to Bayern Munich. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, that just goes again to the crumbling of the teams that are above us. Um, I think we're we're in a great position if we can if we could bring him in, especially on the swap deal. No, I agree. I think um, <clears throat> we need competition, like I already said, and I think Jimenez would walk in. And you said, other than Holland, I think. Holland would would also do that is solidify that striker position and Raul Jimenez is more of an is more of an a Martial role because he does come off the ball and he holds up he can dribble. Holland's not that that he's more of the Zlatan, Ruud van Nistelrooy, you know, you know kind of strikers. I mean, if you want to say hell, even a Drogba, you know that that poacher. Yeah. Um, but they give you two different elements, right? Um, you need it. You need some a different element because because when you when you play different teams, you need to have throw somebody in there that is not always the same. And if we have a Martial and a Holland, maybe Martial and a, and a Raúl Jiménez that plays against the backline players that we you know the the, the different backlines. Um. I think that'll be beneficial. So, <coughs> like you said, uh, Raul Jimenez wouldn't mind it at all. No. Um, other than that, that's pretty much all the transfer news we. I mean, we got. I mean, anything, anything you want to add, EC? Um, I think those were the only two. I know Declan Bryce have been brought up a little bit. Great, great game that he played against Chelsea. Um, he's been rumored to to maybe back up Matic uh, next season kind of kind of uh, learn under him and then come in um other than that i haven't really heard too many other you know names uh of of uh of note to bring up but that's that's about all i've heard all right yeah pretty much that's pretty much it for all the transfer news guys um now on to bournemouth tomorrow you see lineup predictions and score predictions while you have so I, I think that he is going to change, um, make a change. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to make any changes uh, of the back four. So I am going to put Luke Shaw back there, Maguire, Lindelof, and Basaka. Um, I do think he is going to make a change in the midfield. Um, I think Bruno's going to get um, a, have a seat. I think he's going to get some rest. Um, I think Juan Mata sits in that hole. I hope so. Um, I think Pogba is going to is going to start again, and I think Matic um, uh, starts as well. 
Um, front three, I don't think will change. I think Mason gets another start with Tony and Rashford. Um, and I think you will see Bruno play. The only other thing that I think he might do is the only that one change. It might be Scott um, for Matic. But I, I do not think there will be any more than two changes. I think there will be one. I just feel like after the presser, um, the press conference, he, he is going to make uh, at least one change uh, to the lineup. And I, I, I think it's going to be Bruno. I think he, he understands that Bournemouth are kind of in the dumps. And I think he, you know, you can have someone kind of facilitate that role that Bruno does, not the same way. Uh, but I think, I think playing Mata um, kind of in that 10 position, I think it'll do us, I think it'll do us some good. What do you, what do you think? No, I mean, um, I obviously stated earlier that I want to keep the night the same. Um, but if he does make the changes, obviously Shaw needs a rest, I think. Um, Harry Maguire, I mean, I wouldn't rest him. I mean, I the dude's running Iron Man right now, and – yeah. He's he's solid at the back. Yes, he had the one mistake against uh, uh, Tottenham Spurs. Uh, yeah, but he captain. You can't really. Say he's it. the cap. Yeah, Bruno. With as much rest as he's gotten since the last match, I don't really see sitting him. But I mean, who knows? Ole. Again, this is where it'll drive me crazy if Ole overthinks it. <laughs> And puts Fred McTominay in with Bruno. Oh, and, and... don't say it. No, no. I, you know why, EC? EC, when I get up in the morning, 8 o'clock, I'm going to get up in the morning, <clears throat> 8 o'clock, um, I have to go do my business like you are right now uh, in the bathroom. <laughs> so, obviously, I'm going to put my phone on. Turn my phone on to Facebook or and what, and I see a lineup. Nine times out of ten, I'll bet you tomorrow morning I'll see a lineup with Dehango, Juan Bissaka, Lindelof, Maguire, Shaw, McTominay, Fred, Bruno, Rashford, Martial, and yeah. you know what? I wouldn't even put it put it past him. James on the left, on the right. <laughs> Don't say that. No, 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 no. I mean, do you see I'm 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 forewarning uh, you. And you know, you see, if this if this comes out of fruition, you know, if this comes out if this if this what happens tomorrow morning when you wake oh, up and you oh, check the lineup, I mean I'm gonna have to go buy a lottery ticket tomorrow, you see, because I'm gonna win the I'm lottery. Like, oh my god. And, I, and and the Don't Red on Me podcast here, the Don't Red on Me fans will and you know what? I'll say me and you EC will be millionaires tomorrow. Because if I, if, I if, if that happens, I'm gonna go buy a lottery ticket tomorrow. Uh, I'm telling you what, I you know, he could do something <laughs> like that. I just, I feel like he he gets it. I feel like and I and I think he said to himself, "Look, if we get knocked out of an FA Cup, we get knocked out. Is it a trophy I want to win? Yes. But if we get knocked out, we get knocked out. So let me see if I can run these cats out there. He tried it. It didn't work." So I don't think he's going back to that again. I think at the most you'll see two. If I see three, it better be like one at e like each level. Like it doesn't need to be two in the midfield, Scott and Fred, or it doesn't need to be James and 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 Tony. Like 
He needs to not James Ray, Rashford and Tony. He needs to like one or two. If you're gonna do three, even if you do three, let me get a Gallo up front. Then change that up. Let me get Mata in the middle, or let me get you know just just uh, uh, McTominay or Fred, just one of them, or let me get Bai. Like you don't have to do full sell. If you want to do that, do it at each level. You know, one one person. Like you don't need to change out and put you know, Lindelof and buy it together. That's never, that should never happen unless, unless Maguire gets hurt. Um, same, same thing with the midfield. If, if Bruno and Pogba are hurt, okay, I get it. But if they're not hurt, maybe one of them, you know, and, and for me, the only midfield player that I would mess with, and I don't want to mess with him is Matic. He's on fire right now. Why mess with that? Um, up front again, you know, Rashi, Rashi's having a rough go. He's had a couple of assists, but he's not been at his best maybe I take him out and maybe I start James and then bring Rashford on as a hungry, let me prove that I am the starter, maybe. But no, if, he, if I wake up tomorrow and it's eight, I'm telling you right now, I... You be only uh, out? Only out? I'm not going to say I out, would be only out. I'm going to say if he fucking changes eight fucking players, I'm saying this dude doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. I'm not, I'm I, could, not I, I mean, that. I could pick the team he see. I'm already on the. I'm not. I. I don't think he's. I think he's going to be the one that's going to be known as the one that took it from Sir Alex Ferguson, like from that old regime, and brought it back to where it needed to be. I still think there's another manager that's due to come to United, but I think he. Ha- you can't tell me, okay? I don't care who doesn't like him, Ole Outers. If he gets top four, if he wins the FA Cup and he wins the Europa League. He needs to be the manager next season. That's a pretty damn good season. It's not great, but that's a pretty good season. And I think that with what he started out with, it was a nice little flash there. Pogba was on fire. Then what happens? Pogba goes out. We don't have a Bruno. Rashi goes out. Martial gets injured. We got all kinds of problems, and everyone's like, he's the worst manager ever. Ah. But to your point, he should have learned his lesson at Norwich. We should have beat uh, Tottenham, but we didn't play the right guys there either. He can't do it again. Like, I I would be very, very upset. And I don't think he's worried about EC, but I would be very, very, very pissed if he decided to just wholesale eight guys because he needs to rest. Like I said, man, go for it. If the guys are injured, okay. He doesn't need to rest, EC. The next I'm game, with you. The next game's Thursday. I'm with you. So there, there's no rest. Okay, score, score predictions. With the lineup, you think it's going to play? So with my lineup, I think it's going to be 2-0. I think we sneak one past them in the first half, and I think we get a late one to close it out. I think this one is a little bit more squeaky bum than most think. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I don't think it's going to be a 4-0. Everyone's, well, Newcastle slapped them up, so we're going to beat them by six goals. I don't think that's going to happen. I do think we will score in the first half. I do think we will score in the second half to close, put a nail in the coffin of that game. And I, I don't think they score at all. I think we keep another clean sheet and uh, we move on uh, to the next victim. I got 3-1 United. I had Old Trafford 3-1. <clears throat> Seems like a tricky, tricky game that, you know, we'll give that one goal. But I think if the offense, if the offense rings true, um, Shit, he can score four or five goals, but hey, three is a medium number. All right, guys, 
Uh, that's enough for us today. Uh, so tune in uh, at the end of the music for a message from Mr. Mark Grace. I'll read it out to Mr. Mark Ra- to Mr. Uh, Marcus Rashford. Uh, so after the music plays, put the women women and children in the bed, <laughs> and uh, you'll you'll uh, I have a personal message for Mr. Marcus Rashford to read. Uh, you see. Anything for the fans? No, guys. Uh, like we said earlier at the beginning of the pause, uh, podcast, be safe out there. Uh, have a happy fourth. Um, um, watch watch those babies and fireworks. Enjoy them. Enjoy a cold beverage or five. I've enjoy the hot dogs, the hamburgers. Uh, in, in, enjoy yourselves, guys. We live in a great country. Enjoy it. Um, enjoy your family and... Uh, Check out the pod. Yes, sir. God bless America. And again, special thanks out to Rove from the Ronos podcast. Um, Mark Hutch, I son from the I'm Barry, AK Baron Von Black from the uh, South Texas Trainwrecks. Uh, Victoria Months of Ice, uh, Allison Winter on Food Truck. She's still in South Padre, guys. Go check her out. And Lucky Diaz, where you at? Start the forest, too close to All right, don't worry me, fans. Like I said, I promised to give you a special, uh, give Marcus Rashford a special message from Mark Grace back from 2003. And hope you have the women and children in bed, please, because I don't want to have the Me Too movement, uh, you know, bust up on me. But I'm the definition of, of a slumbuster. After being pressed by host Jim Rome in a now infamous 2003 interview on the television show Rome is Burning <clears throat> to clarify the baseball slang term slumbuster. Margrace <coughs> said, and this is to Mr. I want to say to Mr. Marcus Rashford, take heed, sir, uh, of the advice. A slumbuster is if a team is in a slump or if you are personally in a slump, you got to find the fattest, gnarliest, grossest chick. And, you know, you got to lay the wood to her. And then by doing that, you just got to have an, an instant success. By just doing that, you'll have instant success. And if that would be called, uh, called jumping on the grenade for the team. So, Mr. Marcus Rashford... I know I'm going to probably get heat from our fans, uh, especially by the Me Too movement. But, my friend, uh, you're playing well. But, sir, you need to jump on a grenade and start scoring some goals, Mr. Marcus Rashford. All right, guys. (laughs) Y'all have a blessed fourth. And y'all take care.